Future Jeremy here with a quick note from the future. First, many thanks for listening and or subscribing. Now, the audio quality on these early episodes may be a little uneven, but I promise you it gets better. Way back when, we were new to podcasting, so it took time to develop our technical prowess. We appreciate your patience and understanding. Finally, if you like what you are about to hear, please consider supporting our humble podcast at patreon.com slash lovecrafttapes. Thank you and enjoy. Welcome to the Lovecraft Tapes, a real play Call of Cthulhu campaign using Roll20.net. I am your keeper of arcane lore, Jeremy Boomstick Johnson, and your investigators of the unknown are Brian Johnson as Samantha Sam Brewster. Hi, everyone. George Gallagher as Chuck Blaine. Hi. And Matt Seelish as Danielle Williams. Pleasure to meet you. This is the first official podcast uh, for the Lovecraft Tapes, and uh, we just want to take a couple minutes here to do a little housekeeping, uh, talk a little bit about what we hope to accomplish with this and uh, what you can expect from us. Uh, We are essentially going to play Call of Cthulhu using Roll20.net as a plug-in to Google Hangouts, and uh, I'm going to shepherd these poor investigators through some... Uh, exceptionally horrific adventures, I hope. And hopefully they will lose their sanity. That's that's sort of the plan. Um, at this point, I think it'd be fun to uh, switch over and take a look at your guys' characters. Uh, so I'm going to basically turn it over to you, and we'll focus on each of you guys. Uh, starting with you, Brian, just tell us a little bit about your character. Uh, my name is Samantha. I go as Sam Brewster. Uh, 27 years old, five foot six, black hair, uh, fair olive skin, little pale. Uh, I'm, I'm quick to judge, but I'm also quicker to apologize. Um, I'm very outgoing, but also very, very loyal. So, so what has she done up until this point? What has she been involved in? Uh, did she go to college? Uh, tell us a little bit about her background. She was engaged for about a year and ran away. <laughs> Realized that that was not the thing to do. And bounced from job to job, just odd jobs um, in San Francisco for a while. And uh, and found that she was good at solving mysteries. So looked for work in, in that industry. And, and uh, so I guess I need to check with you guys. Previously, your other characters were all part of uh, uh, one investiga- uh, private invest- investigation unit. Are, you, are, you, are these characters the same? I think so. Yes, yes. And, and you guys are based in, uh, in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. uh, in Hollywood, thereabouts. So I assume, I know we talked a little bit previously about you know, just basically making it the same sort of thing. You guys own an agency, and and I guess we can discover during the course of the adventure, uh, maybe a little bit more about, uh, or maybe we, as we talk to the other guys, um, what it is that brought you guys together, and uh, and what your roles are within the investigate or the the agency too. So let, let's uh, talk to George about Chuck Blaine. Chuck is fifty four. He is the boss man, the owner of. The agency. He was a doctor for quite a while and uh, changed career paths, and that brought him here. So, what's your relationship to uh, Sam? Is she just an employee? or I am the boss, and they are the pains in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Left cheek or right cheek? Left cheek sneak. 
<laughs> and how about you, Matt? Talk a little bit about Dan. I know you got quite a backstory. Yeah. So Dan is a an ex-soldier. He was special forces. He was part of an elite unit designated to hunt down Hitler's top lieutenants, uh, focusing on his the leader of uh, his occult crew. And he tracked him, him and his team tracked him to one of his hideouts high up in the mountains and ended up spending quite a while up there, you know, battling back and forth. And while he was the only one to come out of there alive, he saw several things up there that have permanently changed who he is. And part of the reason why he's here is to try and figure out just what he saw up there and try and find an explanation for it. So, yeah, looking at your backstory there, I thought that was really interesting that you plugged in the, the that you saw something. Um, so I'm inclined to give you five points in your Cthulhu mythos. Man, I'm already losing <laughs> <laughs> it's been like 10 minutes. It's not necessarily a good or bad thing. I mean, it can yeah. be a good, good or bad thing, but um, the more um, you know, uh, knowledge of the mythos that you have, um, the more potential you have to realize things and go insane. Wow, I'm already winning. Yeah, I'm winning <laughs> in my mind. Uh, but it's uh, so it's 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 a sword that cuts both ways, really. So I've added five points to your uh, Cthulhu Mythos. We'll see if that uh, helps you out in any way, shape, or form. But you know, let's talk a little bit about your agency. What are its specialities? Um, yeah. We are the uh, the Hollywood Investigation Agency Association of America. Um, yeah. Also known as <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> We specialize yeah, like in anything and everything yeah. that comes our way. Um, I think it might, I mean, yeah, you, you probably do a lot of that sort of peripheral <clears> type <throat> stuff. But, you know, I'm thinking about this is the, you know, early 50s mm-hmm. um, and, and, and you're in Hollywood. So I kind of think you guys might be not on contract to, but work heavily and deeply and are employed regularly by the Hollywood system. I think there's probably maybe some governmental contracts that mm-hmm. come your way to to maybe suss that out, kind of. But And studios um, approaching you about someone before they hire them. Yes. Background yes. checks. Consulting, and, basically. Yeah. Background check. Yeah, and, and but also the senior side of things, like, you know, uh, has, is so-and-so slipping out to... Uh, drink while on the set, you know. Is did he is he fucking some starlet in a restaurant? You know, like that. Those sorts of things. Are they going to meetings? Yeah, you know, obviously it's you know the 1950s are an idealistic, uh, you know, beginning to the American dream, which we know as we know as false and turns out to be really false. But uh, so so that you know, I, I think maybe you guys are where where you're situated, anyways. Uh, there's actually quite a lot of different things that you could be doing, but I thought of those particularly like involved in the studio system in in some way, and then also maybe doing some governmental contract type stuff on the side. Uh, but I, I get the uh, I get the impression that maybe uh, Chuck isn't all that thrilled with doing the uh, governmental stuff, yeah. uh, just because he's no nonsense, and as we know, a lot of the McCarthyism was bullshit. 
Uh, and also, you know, you might you might be there's a lot of wealth and the wealthy folks out that way. So you might be embroiled in even um, larger affairs, so to speak, uh, particularly with the wealthy class. So that does that all sound right? Mm-hmm. You guys all cool with that? Yeah, it sounds good. Setup. So so tell me a little bit about your uh, households or apartments or whatever. What's your what's your living arrangements? Are you married? Boyfriend, girlfriend, pets? I'm single and I have a nice, you know, a decent home. We have a small little medical room because. Uh, after all, I was a doctor for a while, and I'll still see friends and family occasionally. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, it's just me, and that's kind of the way I like it. So you're not super-duper close to anybody, but you're maybe friendly. Yeah. Um, I'm there when I'm needed. Are, are a lot of people aware that you uh, were once a doctor? Probably a number of people. You don't usually get the economic situation I'm in as a private investigator and uh do sam and dan daniel know anything about your medical past well they know i was a doctor and that i've changed career paths how about you sam what's your uh living arrangements i live in an apartment with two other girls because obviously (laughs) no just strictly strictly pillow (laughs) fights guys strictly ballroom (laughs) strictly ballroom (laughs) fights Um, obviously nice. money's tight, so you have to, you have to share. So we're just, uh, right in downtown LA. And friends from college or I know you're 27's pretty young. Uh, nope, nope. We, on a pinup board, I came from San Francisco and as soon as I got here, I just, I looked for halfway houses and there was a board with some numbers on it for apartment for rent. And I popped that thing and called it up and we're living with two girls. Uh, no boys after dark. Is that the rule? Uh, it's our own apartment, so we gotta put a little scarf on the door handle if there's gonna be activity. <laughs> activity. You know, like playing parcheesy or can't interrupt that all important game of charades. Any any other pets or anything like that? No pets allowed in the apartment. Somebody must be allergic. No apartment rules. Yeah, I'd love to have a puppy. How about you, Daniel? Uh, Dan has uh, is basically living off his army pension most of the time. And you know what little he gets from Hia. So he has his own small (laughs) apartment out in uh, right on the outskirts of Hollywood, right close to he's not quite on downtown. He's just outside. And uh, he he likes it for what it is. I mean, he doesn't expect to be living, you know, in in a million dollar mansion. So he makes do with what he has. He, the only requirement for his apartment was that he had uh, somewhere to put his his motorcycle, which he cares about very much. And Netflix. And chill. And I'm I'm trying I'm trying to remember what uh, what your how old uh, you are. Thirty. Okay, so you're relatively young. Um, are you a gad about town or uh, involved with anybody? Uh, he hasn't really settled down with anyone. He prefers to just drift to, you know, whoever he can find. He very much likes to. <laughs> To be out and around and on the town. So he plays the field. Drifts in and out. No pets? Uh, no. He considers his, his motorcycle like his, his, his little his little kid, yeah. <laughs> Her name is Brenda. Uh, so. so Chuck, I can see why you, you can, uh, that number one, that you gravitated towards these loners uh, and, and hired them on and how they can be a pain in the ass too because they are um, sort of rootless. But maybe that's what attracts you to them. I'm attracted by their willingness to work for 
incredibly small amounts of money. <laughs> <laughs> always important. Always important. I think that's in Management 101. <laughs> that, that, that sort of gives me a good idea of uh, your guys' dynamics. And beyond anything that uh, you know, maybe hidden in your character sheets, uh, we'll we'll discover that over the course of time. And now we begin, Chapter One: Lights, Camera, Chaos, and Fade to Black. I think it's supposed to be action, <laughs> right? Now we have to start all over again. Let's start all over. <laughs> And now, a word from our sponsor. Hey kids, are you sick and tired of ho-hum cereal full of tasteless junk that's supposed to be good for you? Fear not! Your old pal H.P. Lovecraft has pierced the veil of illusion that is so-called reality and traversed the timeless cosmos to bring you a brand new breakfast treat from beyond the stars. Introducing HPO's! Crispy chunks of obsidian flaked with dust from another dimension and just a sprinkle of pure cane sugar. With every spoonful, you'll be transported to the brink of sanity as your mind unfurls like a flower in white, blinding sunlight. And you're shown all possible futures on each unknowable plane of existence, your splintered consciousness marching grimly into the dim darkness, dying alone. But don't worry, Mom. HBOs are jam-packed with essential minerals and vitamins your child needs for proper internment. Brought to you by Herbert West Labs Incorporated. If it's not West, it's not the best. The time, summer 1951. The place, Los Angeles, California. President Truman has fired General MacArthur for acts of defiance in the Korean War. Senator Joe McCarthy of Wisconsin has been sowing the seeds of paranoia, claiming communism has infiltrated the U.S. State Department. Neighbors peer suspiciously at one another, wondering who might be a spy. But through it all, Americans in La La Land are joyously embracing consumerism, stocking their larders with Swanson frozen dinners, buying new cars, and drinking vodka martinis. One sunny Saturday morning with Rocket 88 on the radio, you receive a letter from William Gardner, an old friend from Chuck's College, who has gone on to write well-regarded horror stories. His first novel, Days of Hell, went on to become a moneymaker for the King Movie Company last year. So you guys uh, receive a letter. Uh, and Chuck, since you're the old friend, I'm going to share this with you, and you get to read it out loud. It's just one letter, though? It's it's the letter F, because Chuck don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's right. Oh, my God, that's a lot of words. All right. I didn't know reading was required. Greetings and salutations, old friend. How goes the good fight? Still snooping around in dark alleys for ghosts that don't exist? You always were the curious one. But we need investigators like you to keep us cynics honest and, and the hucksters at bay, which is why I'm writing you. As you know, I made some good money from Days of Hell flick. That's fine and good, but I wasn't real happy with their handling of my story. So when the studio asked me for the rights to my next book, The Mystery of Green Grove, I had some leverage. I got to write the screenplay based on a real historical mystery, and I'm the producer this time around. Unfortunately, some of the financial backers got accused of being red, 
what horse shit, and pulled out last minute. I couldn't pony up enough dough, so it looked like the movie would die on the vine. They even started pulling down some of the sets. The film company managed to secure another backer at the last minute, though, so everything looked back on track. Then, about two weeks ago, an immigrant worker on the site disappeared one night and a cameraman the next night. Something weird's going on, I thought, so I started reading the local papers. Over the following week, a total of six were reported missing in nearby Yorba Linda. I also read about a night watchman in the town named Joe Miller who went bonkers, babbling about a thin, thin, a thin thing that ripped him apart. For all I know, he's in some padded cell at the hospital. Sounds like something out of my stories, right? But it gets weirder. Two days after the Joe Miller incident, the same paper reported a local wino witnessed something take, something take one of his drinking buddies. And then the next night, another person went missing. The locals started calling the unknown criminal Thin Jack. Doesn't that beat all? Anyway, this seems fishy. Is it some psycho snatching people? Eh, maybe, but it's dang strange. If you're still interested in the spooky stuff, I'd be more than appreciative if you'd be willing to visit the film location. I'm enclosing a check for train fare for you and anyone you want to bring. Ring me up at the Tumbleweed Motel and I'll meet you at the station when you arrive. It'll be good to see you again. Heck, if you do dig up anything juicy, maybe I can give you a special thanks at the end of the flick. Sincerely, Bill. What do you guys want to do? Let's assume we're assembled together. Just like the Avengers. Um, what do you got for us, boss? Are you guys ready to hop on a train? Well, I should probably pack. Uh, you guys, meet me back here in like an hour with all your stuff. We're headed to okay. your Belinda. Okay, boss. Uh, any any details on where we're going? Do we need to like pack like a anything special? It's not too far away. It'll only be a, probably an hour train ride, cool. so okay. just bring what you need. We'll probably be there a couple days, so bring some clothes. Do I have to bring clothes? We all know how Sam feels about pants. All right, I'm back. I've got my bag. All right, we're hopping on the train. Everyone have everything ready? Yep. 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 We'll just take a bu- we'll take a t- cab over there to the train station. I don't want my car sitting there. So you flag down a cab, uh, take it to the station, and uh, there's basically uh, a noon train out. So after breakfast, that's no big deal. Uh, you hop on and, and uh, take the train. It uh, shuttles you down to Yorba Linda, where the small town uh, has been blossoming lately, particularly after the war. A lot of GIs have settled there. And uh, what you noticed uh, coming into the city is just how much it's grown since the last time you've been there and how much um, how many homesteads are going up. Uh, it seems as if the city is spreading outward from the... Uh, middle of the of the uh, downtown district. Um, it's still relatively small, particularly compared to Los Angeles or Hollywood, but uh, it's a quaint little town, and uh, it appears to have probably doubled in population uh, just over the last couple of years. Uh, so you pull into the station. Ring up Bill at the Tumbleweed Motel. Uh, you're able to uh, uh, get a connection. Uh, there is a phone at the station. Uh, it's basically a direct line. Uh, they just dial a couple numbers and uh, and ask the operator to patch them through. They're still using an operator system. Well, Ma uh, Bell is still going. Exactly. Ma Bell is, is the one and only. And she's got the ill yet. communication. You, you are told by the Tumbleweed Motel that uh, they've been expecting your call. And uh, unfortunately, uh, William is not available right now. But they've been given instructions that when they hear from you, uh, to let you know to simply take a taxi up to uh, the movie site, which is at the old Green Grove uh, Village. All right. I guess I'll hail as a cab. Taxi? You guys all pop into the taxi, and 
uh, drive out of town. The, the town is about an hour away uh, via cab. Actually, less than that. Let's say 30 minutes. And you guys take the the main highway, which is essentially just a two-track, um, into what is essentially the base of the mountains. And then there is a uh, dirt road that sort of peels off there. And that takes you to the site of the where the movie is being shot. So... Um, so after 30 minutes uh, bumping along the uh, dirt road, uh, you pull up to a small little town, and this is essentially a, a movie site. It kind of looks like a town that's hmm. been built there. Um, but you do pull up to uh, some trailers, and as soon as you pull up, uh, William Gardner leaps out of his trailer and is like, Chuck, welcome. How's it going, old buddy? Good. Good, good, good. Good to see you. Yeah, I'm glad you got my letter. Yeah, we'll see if we can help you out a little bit. Uh, I sure hope so. It's been an awful strange around here lately. Hmm. So what have you been up to? Still doing the uh, studio work? Mostly, yep. Same old bullshit. Find any ghosts lurking around Hollywood? <laughs> Just some damn commies, so they say. Yeah, that... Uh... That senator sure to bug up his ass, huh? Yep, but he's putting my uh, imaginary kids through college. <laughs> <laughs> imaginary kids, yep. Those are those could be a pain in the ass for sure. And uh, who are these fine folks? Hi, sir. I'm Sam. Oh, well, my pleasure. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. This is phenomenal. I love this. It, it, are you shooting currently? Is a movie being made right now? It is indeed, yes. Uh, we're actually on a little bit of a break right now, but uh, they're probably going to call us in in about an hour. Uh, we were just having some lunch. Do you, are you guys hungry at all? I'm famished. Okay, well, why don't you follow me and we'll uh, we'll get some uh, grub. They're, they're not, uh, it's not nothing fancy, but uh, it's pretty simple stuff out here. Pretty nice. So he takes you to one of the, uh, the film compound uh, 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 items on your map there, one of the buildings. And uh, essentially, there are just like a couple dozen extras and actors walking around, all dressed up in uh, what looks to be um, 1800s gear. Uh, they look like they're miners of some sort. And hmm. uh, there are even some children running around. And, and what's your name, sir? Are you... Uh... Daniel Williams. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, fan of your uh, your first book. I uh, I read it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Did you? Did it? Did it ring true to you? Uh, I've seen some things in my time, and I guess you can say I, I enjoy that kind of uh, writing. I had heard that you were in the war. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I was at one point. Um, you know, not something that uh, I really like to talk about much, but. Uh, well, I understand. I understand. When doing my research for Days of Hell, that uh, that was pretty apparent. But I was glad that I did get to talk to some of the uh, soldiers who made it through. I'm glad you Thank made you. it through. Yes. Well, maybe at some point you can uh, we'll have a little sit-down one-to-one talk. That would be kind of nice. I'm really interested in that. Uh, what you know that particular time period and uh, myself, I didn't have to go through that. I know uh, Chuck did some some work for the uh, medical teams back then, and uh, but I, I've never really I I've di- I did a little bit of reporting in my day, but uh, nothing. I never really saw the front lines. I'd be glad that you didn't then. 
Okay, well, uh, have some food here. Uh, feel free to have anything you want. I'm taking a script meeting real quick, and uh, so uh, come see me after lunch, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more. All Sounds right. good. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, and so essentially your uh, suitcases were left uh, near uh, William's trailer, uh, but he, he understood that you guys were pretty hungry, so uh, you're, you're in the, in the uh, um, essentially what's the uh, kitchen uh, and mess hall where uh, food is being served basically out of troughs or uh, large serving trays. Family style! <laughs> and uh, so, so you're able to mill around and, and uh, talk to folks if you like or not. It, it's very simple fare, lots of vegetables. Um, cheeses, uh, Jesus? beef stroganoff. Yeah, Jesus is there. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, hey, Jesus. Don't hit me with the lightning bolt this time. I'm sorry. I'm going to grab a plate of food, mosey on up to uh, one of the tables of extras, and sit down and introduce myself. Will you see basically anybody you want to talk to, um, man, woman, child? You tell me. Uh, I'm going to uh, sit down at uh, the closest table full of, of guys. All right, you sit down. They kind of eye you a little strangely, looking at your garden. Oh, hey, uh, um, um, name's Dan. I uh, just started today. Figured I'd uh, come over and say hello to the people I'd be working with, just to get a feeling for what's happening around here. Are you an actor? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know just just starting. So if I don't do too well, you know, give give me a bit of a break. I've. Uh-huh. Uh, Always wanted to do this kind of thing, and I'm, I'm a, I think I'm a little overexcited here to finally be on a movie set. All right, well, uh, welcome. Uh, you got any problems? You just come to me. Uh, name's Paul. Paul well, Muller. Nice to you, Paul. Yeah, yeah. So where are you in from? I, I'm I'm from down from L.A. Had a couple connections. Said they were looking for some extras. Are you famous, lad? Uh, no, no. I uh, was you know was uh, trying to get back into the swing of things, coming back from the war and all, figured it better to uh, to be around people than it is to sit in a room all day and stew. Well, ain't that the truth. But you gotta get over to wardrobe as soon as uh, you're done eating there. They'll put you in something appropriate. Oh, thank you. Uh, can you. Which way is wardrobe from here, if if you don't mind pointing that out? Uh, it's just just next building over. They'll take okay. good care of you. Thank you very much. Uh, you hear anything about anything like uh, strange going on around here lately? I've been hearing rumors about uh, <sighs> a weird things. Oh my gosh. You mean, except for that psycho, you mean? Yeah, uh, you know anything about that? I mean, they haven't really said much about it in the papers. and. Well, uh, the papers are nothing but talk, as far as I'm concerned. That Yorba Linda, man, they're just, you know, going crazy, uh, losing people left and right. Ain't got nothing to do with around here, I mean. But, you know, it's, uh, from what I understand, they're, they're uh, some psycho going through killing everybody in Yorba Linda. Wow, that's uh, sounds scary. It is scary. Wow, yeah, but we'll be out of here in a few weeks, and so we're getting all this, uh, you know, footage shot. So I ain't got nothing to do with us. I guess the sooner the better, but you know, they're they're almost an hour away. So guess I'll uh, finish this up and uh, head over to wardrobe, and I'll see you around the set. All right. Well, I'll see you around. Hey, boss, what is this all about? Can you give me any information? Uh, here, read this real quick. Fill yourself in. It sounds like he's going to go undercover, unfortunately. So I guess uh, we'll have to kind of distance ourselves from him mm-hmm. and just uh, and let him fly solo, which is terrifying. That sounds good. You tell me what to do and I'll do it. Well, read the letter and eat up and we'll go talk to the security department after this. All right. Sounds good. 
So uh, the food's pretty dang good, actually, for being so simple. Um, the cook does have a pretty deft hand, uh, particularly with the seasonings. But uh, it's it's a pretty pretty nice uh, lunch. That was fantastic. Let me know when you're ready. We can head on over to security. All right. Let's go find security. They're probably located in other buildings. I was thinking that those two square buildings that aren't marked, they look suspicious to me. Wait, no, mm-hmm. the two square buildings or the two square buildings? Because there's a difference. What about the building that says Green Grove Map? That's probably where they're at. <laughs> no, that's just a giant oversized <laughs> map of the set. Oh, I'm going to the saloon while you guys figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you you can you can go. Basically, the film compound is any of those buildings on the mm-hmm. on the very south end of the of the map there. Um, so basically, I need to know what you guys are each doing. Well, me and Sam are going to go to the uh, to the security office. Yep, and that leaves me to uh, head over to wardrobe and see if I can't convince someone there that I am uh, an extra, and see if I can't <laughs> get myself a costume and onto set. Sam and uh, uh, Chuck, you guys. Uh, try to find a security station there really isn't any um, but asking around uh, you do find out that uh, essentially they've just been assigning some folks to uh, keep an eye on things at night and they they sort of rotate some of the extras out to keep keep an eye out and they, they've been uh, shooting some night scenes as well so there's been people around all the time how about uh, is there just anyone who has any info about the missing immigrant or cameraman? Uh, well, it depends on who you talk to. Um, like I said, there are a bunch of extras and actors running around. Williams and his uh, uh, trailer. So there's not like a solid security force. Is there anyone who is even setting up schedules or anything? Any right. sem- semblance of... Uh... Uh, yeah, there are some you know, directors, assistant directors, uh, you know, basically your typical studio uh, folks... Any, anybody that you could find along those lines. Uh, like I said, they don't really have a security staff. Um, there are just some folks who wander around and and, uh, and keep an eye on things. Um, William does uh, pop out of his uh, trailer at some point, and he's like, oh, are you guys done with lunch? Uh, yes, yes. Well, we're, we're done with our meeting, so why don't you, why don't you guys come on here? Where's your friend? Um, he's going to kind of uh, go undercover a little bit for us. Ooh, already okay. I like it. That's he's action. on his way to wardrobe, and if he has any trouble, hopefully he'll he'll come to you, and you can you know put the good word in for him. Okay, uh, sure. Let's go that route. But uh, meantime, why don't we have a sit down and just chat a little bit? Yeah, I want to know anything. Who who discovered the uh, the missing worker? Obviously, they didn't discover his body, but who's the one who called the called to attention the fact that he's missing? Well, you know what? Uh, I think it was one of the assistant directors. Uh, hang on just a second. Hey, uh, Mark. And this little guy comes over. He's a very short, young guy. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, tell these fine folks uh, what you found. Uh, or tell, tell them a little bit about the uh, uh, couple disappearances around here. Yeah, what, what do you want to know? Um, anything weird spotted or the day before? The day after, anyone around set you're not familiar with, footprints, uh, anything, noises? Just normal stuff. I mean, it's a film site, so we're going 24-7, it seems like. Uh, what's this got to do with uh, 
the, the investigation or the uh, disappearances in town? Uh, we're just, you know, covering all our bases. Yeah, I think uh, there was one guy. He was, uh, what was his name? Manuel. He was uh, an immigrant, a migrant worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he disappeared the, like uh, just a couple days ago, a couple weeks ago. Uh, whatever, whatever that letter said a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, Manuel Padre. Uh, but I think uh, he just up and left. He just, you know, we just had him doing some digging, some ditches and stuff, and I think he just split town. He didn't have any. He didn't show up with anyone. There's no one who knew him. Uh, no, no, he was completely uh, just uh, some guys we picked up in a truck who wanted to uh, do some ditch digging, and uh, and he and he just up and left one night. Up and we're we're kind of far out of town for someone to just up and walk away. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, he's a he's a, he's from around here. He's a migrant. You know, he's probably up in the hills somewhere. What about the cameraman? Oh, geez, Homer Wilson. Well, let me tell you, he had a little bit of a fight with the director the previous day over some pay, and uh, we think he uh, did that to screw the director. Really? And any there's a, any proof of that? He didn't. He said anything to anyone, or anyone saw him going away? Well, all I saw was the argument. Man, they were really going at it. Hmm. All right. Well, thanks for the info. But it's got nothing to do with that bullshit in Yorba Linda. I mean, you know, that's something completely different. Well, thank you for your time. Yeah, okay. All right. Anything else, William? No, that's good. Thanks. He trots off with his clipboard. Those two men sound very similar. They sound very strange. Maybe they're related. All right. So, Bill, you got us out here. And these, this guy's telling us it's not even anything to do with the set. Yeah, well, you know, I, I kind of heard those stories myself too, but it sounded kind of fishy. And then, right after that, the people started uh, disappearing in Yorba Linda. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe it's my writer's mind, you know, making these weird connections. But t- something tells me something's not right. I mean, yeah, sure, a migrant worker could probably pick up and leave. And, uh, you know, somebody has an argument with somebody else, and they, okay, fine, that's good. But then people start, like, each night, that's weird. Yeah. It is very strange. Yeah. Thank you. Well, do you have Thank enough you pull around here for to, to arrange a security detail? You know, two or three guys whose job is just security? Well, it's been a couple of weeks and nothing else has happened. I mean, right. you know. I mean, isn't the multiple... The multiple disappearances of a town not too far away warrant enough concern. It's 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 a little weird. I'll give you that, but uh, you know we're we're gonna head out of here. We I mean like I told you in the letter, we're a little tight on money right now, um, which is kind of why I asked you guys to come out. All right. All right. Well, I got a meeting in a couple of minutes, so you know if you if you got any other questions, uh, feel free to flag me, and I'll be done in a couple hours. Uh, otherwise, we'll meet again at uh, the mess hall towards dinner. Mm-hmm. Does that sound good? Can I ask just one quick question? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, how long have you guys been filming on set for here? For here? Uh, we, we've been out here about three weeks. Okay. All yeah. right. So it's been about three weeks since the first incident then? Two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, but they, it's been a week with nothing happening since. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Just, yes, I correct. just wanted to check. You're right. I think it's a pretty interesting coincidence that as soon as you got to this area stuff started to occur mm-hmm. in the town and on your set so we'll look into it we'll see what we can find we can't promise okay. anything but we'll go from there great well i appreciate it anything you guys can do would be incredible and uh you know again uh you know even though 
I, I can't be certain that these events aren't tied together. They seem different enough that I, they may not be. I don't know yet. Uh, but that's why I brought you guys on to investigate. So uh, mm-hmm. let me know what you find out. Thank you. All right. No problem. And we'll switch over to Daniel. So, Daniel, you, you stroll into the uh, uh, wardrobe and uh, this fussy lady whose name is Alas Dare shuttles right up to you. Yes, yes, can I help uh, you? Hi, I'm the uh, the new extra just uh, just rolled in. I was told to uh, to come on over here and uh, get dressed up. Well, well I, I wasn't notified of any new extras. Who, who are you playing exactly? Um, I, I wasn't told. I just uh, I was I was told by uh, by Mr. Mr. Williams uh, that uh, that uh, they needed a big guy like me to uh, you know stand in the background and look all tough. Williams. Oh, do you mean Billy Gardner? Was that his name? I'm sorry. I'm I'm terrible with names. It's you are pretty bad. Yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've talked to so many people when it comes to to the hiring and, and these places and studios and. All right. Well, if he said it was okay, then come on back. Come on back. And she leads you through uh, some clothing racks, and you you pass by props. So you see pickaxes. You see. Uh, basically mining equipment, and then she takes you into some wardrobe stuff. And uh, there's another gentleman there being outfitted, too. And he kind of looks at you uh, in the mirror, glances at you, and says, uh, Oh, are you uh, one of these other extras? Yes. uh, Yes, I am. Uh, Pleasure to meet you. Name's Dan. Hmm. Dan, that's uh, quite the coincidence. I also start with a D. It's uh. (laughs) That's it's really interesting. So, hmm. yes, it is. Uh, da- David Parker, maybe you've heard of me. You know what? You know what? I have heard of you before. Thank you. Yes, pleasure, pleasure. <laughs> I am the star after all. Oh uh, yeah, I, I've seen you in a couple it's other. It's no pictures. wonder you would have heard me. Seem like you really have talent. Why? Thank you, young man. Yes, yes, you. Uh, you have quite the eye. Quite the eye. So, uh, who will you be playing? Will I have any scenes with you? I'm one of the uh, the extras that uh, Mr. Gardner hired on. It said he said he needed a you know a big guy to stand in the back and look a little intimidating every now and then, just like you know. But you know we're looking yes yes older times. You always have those uh, those you know muscly guys who are there to look rough and tumble. Hmm. Well, I guess you'll do. I guess you'll do. You you look you look the part. Uh. So yes. Uh. Well, why don't you have a sit seat here while uh uh. Alice there uh, gets you some wardrobe. Uh, so what have you done before? Any other... Uh, oh, you know, a, a few movies? small parts here and there. Just, you know, it's, I'm trying to break into the business. You, I, I bet you know how that is, you know. Just gotta, oh, gotta work your way up a little absolutely. bit at a time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's, uh, you know, keep a stiff, stiff upper lip and uh, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. You are, you are good enough. You're strong enough. <laughs> And you can do this. Uh, thank you very much. I will keep that in mind. <laughs> Great advice from someone who's been at this for longer than I am. I feel like I can get, uh, use all the de- all the advice I can get, being the uh, the new guy around here. Huh. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, are you are you going to be staying here? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm hoping. Okay. Uh, well, uh, perhaps I will see you uh, if I stroll by the barracks. With the rest of the extras, I might pop it and say hello time to time. But I'll be in my trailer if you need me for anything. So I, uh, 
And please don't bother me between the hours of 9 p.m. and 8 a.m. Of course. If you don't mind. Unless you have coffee, that'd be fine. So, uh, I was uh, listening to some of the other extras talking, and they're uh, chatting about Mm. how weird it was that this uh, migrant dude and the camera guy disappeared. You don't think it has something to do with the weirdo that's uh, down in Yorba Linda? Maybe he... Oh, that's just a bunch of crap. I think that, uh, that Thin Jack, or so they call him... I think he's uh, just one of those psychos running around town these days. You know, I'm sure Hollywood and L.A. is full of them. You know what? I hope they catch and fry the bastard. Make for a good movie. Daniel, I need you to roll something for me, and I'll tell you what that is here in a second. Our first roll. <laughs> All right. Roll for surprise. Roll for <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why don't you give me a... I haven't heard of that. Where's that one on my skill list? Why don't you give me a spot hidden? Okay. Uh, you needed a 41 or under, and you rolled an 81, which is a Got total it. fail. Oh. So, so unfortunately, you oh. fail. Well, is there is there anything else, young man? I really must go. They're they're no, calling no, not at all, set. not at uh, all. I will see you around, or or not, or Sit not. Back and join your performance. Cheerio, and he departs. And uh, Alistair, Alistair comes up, and uh, she's like, "Hmm, what size are you? Do you hang left or right?" Uh, I I. <laughs> so we'll, we'll cut scene there and uh, switch back to Sam and uh, Chuck. You gonna leave it hanging? <laughs> So to speak. It's not a cucumber. <laughs> it's a gherkin. It's a gherkin. <laughs> it's a gherkin. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, what would you guys like to do? I'd like to roll. All right. Roll with it. Roll with it, baby. I think um, we should uh, ask around. What do you think, boss? I think we should talk to the other cameramen. Okay. Or yeah, they're pretty women, tight. But this mm-hmm. is the 50s, so probably men. It's the 50s. <clears throat> I'll follow your lead. Let's go. All right. So, I mean, it's an active set. I'm assuming we can kind of just find one. So uh, you do find a uh, cameraman setting up over towards the uh, sheriff's office. And uh, he's basically just setting the tripod and uh, latching down the leg so it won't move, pointing a sort of kitty corner across from the sheriff's office and uh, 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 towards the saloon slightly. And uh, I need uh, each of you to give me a spot-hidden roll. Huh, now it's your turn to screw it up. What was that, Matt? Because I think oh, I just... you failed by <laughs> one. <laughs> what was that? I, I got it reversed. <laughs> My bad. I mixed them up. And Sam? All right. So, oh, yeah, it, it did oh, yeah, pop up don't... twice there. Okay. Uh, so your first one actually succeeded. Okay. So, sorry. I didn't realize so it was a prompt. Good. I apologize. So, Sam, uh, you do notice that uh, as you approach the uh, cameraman and uh, it looks like Chuck is, uh, you know, so intent on actually starting a conversation with this gentleman that uh, he doesn't notice. But you do, uh, peering in through the sheriff's window office, that inside it's uh, completely blank so these are essentially hollow buildings uh, mm-hmm. that are set up just as sets with nothing in, in, in the interior kind of like the inside yeah. of George's heart just empty <laughs> bereft of anything no furnishings 
So, uh, so Chuck, you uh, you approach uh, this gentleman, and uh, he kind of looks up curiously at you. Can we uh, ask you a couple questions? Uh, sure, I guess. Are you journalists? What? I'm here on behalf of uh, uh, William, Bill. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, what's up? So, uh, this uh, Homer Wilson fella, you knew him? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, I actually replaced him. Really? Mm. What did they tell you about his departure? Well, he's a real, he's, he's been known to be a little bit of a prima donna. And, uh, you know, leave it to him to get, like, just so a week into shooting and then demand more pay. That's such a, a bullshit move. Who told you uh, that that was the circumstances? Oh, it was the, they had an argument right there in front of everybody. But you're the replacement. Who's the one who told you about it? Oh, William. William did. William told you yeah. that he left on pay, huh? Yeah, that, that was the argument, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, any other cameramen around who've been on since the beginning? Uh, no, no, I mean, we've, it's a pretty small crew, it's, uh, we, we don't have much of a budget, actually. Thank God we did get a little bit of a kickback, but... People who worked with him, uh, on a daily basis? Uh, the, the old cameraman? Yeah. No, he was, he was kind of a, no, he just relied on gophers. No assistant cameraman. Alright, thank you. But we do have a boom guy. Oh, yeah. He has the audio. What's his name? Yeah. He has the audio, yeah. Uh, it's Peter. I'm, uh, Chris, by the way. Or thanks, Chris. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. Uh, any other? Can I? Can I, you mind if I just keep going here? Yep. All right. So we're gonna walk away. Okay. We're off. Great. He, he kind of watches you for a minute, just kind of, you know, a little suspicious. Him off. <laughs> 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 All right. So, uh, do we see Boom Mike? Uh, Peter. Chris, somewhere. Peter's the Boom Mike. Peter. Yeah, actually. Actually, you do. Uh, he is coming out of um, the closet. Coming out of the closet, baby. No, he, not in he's the fifties. Tra- you're not. He's traveling Fabulous. along. That, uh, fr- he, he's traveling uh, from the post office, Western Union, uh, at the uh, east end of town, uh, through that alleyway uh, that says other buildings, um, and th- those other buildings to the south there, before you get to the actual compound, are just sort of. Their uh, props to give it uh, scale, so they're they're not designated for anything. They're just sort of random empty box buildings. Okay, um, but you do see a, a, a obviously a audio guy with a boom microphone and uh, a very large uh, uh, side reel to reel audio recorder oh, uh, coming down. He's sort of laboring and, and limping a bit. Hmm. All right, let's approach him. He, he looks at you like, uh, you guys want to get the fuck out of the way? Uh, are you Peter? Yeah, and you are? Uh, I'm here from, uh, I was sent by Bill Gardner. Oh, is that your first name or last name? That's my first name. It's French. <laughs> For French, French, I, I, I know a couple words of French, too. You want to hear them? Oh, boy. All right, Pete, here's the deal. Just take a chill pill. Hey, I, I'm on the I'm on the clock here now. Get with your questions. Why don't you walk along with me? Get with your questions. <laughs> All right. I want to know anything you know about Homer Wilson. Yeah. What about him? That prick. What did he do to you? What did he do to me? He left me high and dry. So he really left after a week just because of pay. I, I'm surprised uh, we didn't have any creme brulee on the set. He wouldn't pitch and run. Do you know if he how he actually got out of off the set and out of town? Hoofed it. Took a cab. Who gives a fuck? 
In the middle of the night. Yeah, that's the best time to leave. No one sees you. Well, it's an active set. They say you run all night. And yet he kind of just slips off. He, yeah, he was, he was a cock like that. All right. Get out of here, Pete. I'm done with you. Yeah, whatever. I'll catch you later. Gee, boss, movie people are really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get into this industry right away. Making friends. I'm already in the industry, and I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's cinching you up a little tight. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I hang everywhere. <laughs> it hangs really low, like it wobbles to and fro. <laughs> well, what should we do? Nobody's cooperating. They're all. It seems like it's cut and dry. The guy left because he didn't get paid what he wanted to. Yeah, but Bill's not one to just make stuff up like that. Yeah, he's an author, but he's a smart guy. He wouldn't he wouldn't just call us out for nothing. Do you think maybe it's promotion for his movie? No. To try to get some No, I don't think so. Look who it is. It's us. It's not like you call the news. True. There's something going on. But why why but, does uh, everybody else not not have that same opinion? Why is it just Billy? Maybe they don't want to think about it if they had start to admit to themselves that something weird could be going on they're out here alone all night that's true yeah but uh i don't think anyone can doubt something weird's going on in your belinda so maybe that's where we head that might be a good move let's uh have dinner with bill tonight and crash here and we'll head in the morning all right that sounds good daniel you you get finished up and uh you are essentially now dressed entirely as a miner Yes. Uh, an old 1800s gold miner. You have a pickaxe that's basically uh, hollowed uh, wood and uh, you know a little more than aluminum or almost practically tin foil. So it's not not uh, not much of a weapon. Uh, and you stroll out of the wardrobe uh, just as Sam and Chuck uh, arrive back to the uh, trailer compound. Wow, looking good. Uh, thank you, thank you. I'd uh, like to think that I would make an excellent miner. Remember, guys, we don't know each other. You stranger, you get away from me. Ah. Okay, so you're never going to be a lead actor. We know that. <laughs> I don't see you trying this acting stuff out, boss. So. Uh... Yeah, because I'm smart enough to know I shouldn't. Okay, so from what I can tell, everyone around here just thinks that the migrant dude just, you know, they don't really care what happened to him. And uh, everyone thinks that the camera guy just kind of walked off because they had some sort of argument about who could get paid or paying someone. Or Just keep your head down and stay alive. We're going to keep going. Okay. I'll keep yep. your ears open. Keep my eyes peeled We'll for touch anything. base after dinner. Excuse me, I have to go make my movie debut. I will remember you little people <laughs> when I'm famous. Don't worry. So uh, uh, Daniel wanders off uh, toward into the sunset, so to speak. You can hear the general call, casting call, all extras on set. And they, they put you, uh, Daniel, lead you out towards the, um, the space between the saloon and the sheriff's office for a big scene. Uh, so Sam and Chuck, what are you doing in the meantime? So we're having dinner with Bill eventually. How close are we to that time? Uh, you're, you're probably, right now, you're probably around 4 to 5 o'clock. Um, the dinner bell will be rung at about 7. I think we should just kind of hang out and watch filming, see if anything sticks out to us. Well, uh, you you basically uh, are uh, wander onto the set, and William sort of uh, uh, gestures towards you, and and uh, uh, a little ways away from the where the action is being filmed, and he's sort of whispering uh, to you, 
and Sam and basically uh, says, so uh, how's it going? Anything, anything of interest? People really don't seem to think much, uh, much out of the ordinary is going on. Yeah, that's kind of the reaction I was getting to. Um, so w- what's your next course of action? I don't know what else we can get from here. We're going to head into Yorvalinda tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's probably a good idea. Um, are, are you guys uh, planning on staying here? Uh, on set, um, or if you want, there is a little bit of a, uh, the Tumbleweed Motel, which is just outside of your Belinda, um, actually is uh, 20 bucks a night, pretty cheap. Um, or you could stay in your Belinda at some other place. Um, unfortunately, I could kick in, uh, you know, f- for food and stuff, that's no problem, but beyond that, I can't really put you up at a hotel or anything. Well, we're going to stay here at least tonight, I think we're going to okay. have to play it by ear after that. Okay, that's not a problem. Um, there's plenty of room in the barracks. Uh, you can you can bunk down there with the rest of the uh, folks. Uh, that's where most people go. I have my own trailer, of course, and uh, and so does our uh, our star. But beyond that, uh, feel free to you know poke around, and I'll, I'll see you in the mess hall. Sounds right. good. Uh, so you guys watch, and uh, essentially the uh, director and assistant director have to stop filming a couple times because there's this big gawking guy in the background, uh, one of the extras who, uh, never quite looks the right way. <laughs> Roll for awkwardness. <laughs> D- Daniel. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, so what, what we're doing here is essentially, uh, I would, I would say, I'm going to say disguise. Oh, Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah. 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 So why don't you give me a disguise role? It's not me, Dan. You're honest. I'm, I'm not even going to look. Okay. You needed a fiver blow and you rolled a 72. Uh, so that is a fail. Uh, so uh, essentially after uh, several ruined takes, um, they they sort of edge him out of frame. And then the, uh, the wardrobe lady comes up and says, uh, uh, why don't you come with me? And she takes him... Uh, back to the wardrobe station and asks him to get back into his own clothes. Take off your pants. Put it in my hand. I thought I was doing a good job. <laughs> Sam and Chucker watch in humiliation as uh, as Daniel is led away. And, uh, and then the rest of the scene goes forward with one perfect take after that. <laughs> so, with no, no issues. Uh, you do see the star of the movie, uh, David Parker. Uh, and why, why don't you guys each give me a uh, a spot hidden roll? That's that's amazing. Yeah. So uh, George, uh, you needed a forty five or below, and you rolled a one, which is George now sees everything that is happening <laughs> surrounding two and a half miles. <laughs> uh, Sam needed a seventy uh, or below and rolled a thirty eight. So both successes. Um, so Sam, uh, you you noticed that the star of the show, David Parker, is very attractive looking but he does seem to be not handling the stress of being in front of the camera very well he's a little sweaty in addition to that chuck uh you notice one glaring thing with your excellent role he is a shitty actor so they pull me off (laughs) the set and then they get this guy (laughs) you've seen plenty actors you've seen plenty good and bad actors and with your critical eye this guy sucks. Uh, somehow he, I mean, even though his acting in in relation to what you would what you would equate to fine acting uh, does not fit at all. Maybe you think it fits within the context of this movie. You're not quite sure if it's being played for camp, 
Uh, hell, you don't even really know what the movie's about. Uh, but but it is uh, evidently a perfect take because they wrap mm. it where they've got enough coverage what they need and uh, they, they break down the scene. And uh, the actors, all the extras mill towards the wardrobe to, uh, to basically uh, return their equipment. And then uh, th- there's a bit of a break before uh, uh, dinner. So, okay. Um, William uh, walks over to you guys and is like... Uh, Hey, how would you guys uh, like a drink before dinner? Um, you know what? I, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna step away for a minute if you don't mind. I just would. I'm ah. in awe of a set, a Hollywood set. I would love to have a look around if you don't mind. No, I think a it's amazing. Uh, we could actually uh, have the director maybe give you a a quick tour while uh, Chuck and I have a drink. Okay, that'd be fantastic. Uh, so he calls over the director. Stephen Goulding is the director, and uh, he he looks. Uh, pretty impressed with you um you can tell right away that he uh kind of likes you a little bit sam mm-hmm. hi i'm i'm steven i'm steven how are you hi steven i'm sam how are you oh i'm i'm excellent uh, uh so william says uh, you like a tour of the of the uh, set that would be fantastic i've never been well, in not a hollywood a set. Lady, follow me all right sounds good and he leads Ooh. you away in the golf cart uh, Oh, in the in the golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? No. Uh, and and uh, so so he leads you away. Um, so Chuck, uh, you uh, walk back to William's trailer, and uh, he cracks open a nice bottle of scotch, and uh, he uh, does have a bucket of ice right there, and he pours a couple tall ones. Tall ones of scotch. Wow. This guy's hard. Yes. <laughs> d- d- doubles, doubles, baby. Pint glasses. <laughs> that leaves Daniel with uh, uh, b- basically you're getting dressed and are you know starting to leave the wardrobe, and that's when you see the rest of the uh, uh, cast and crew come in and start undress. They're very raucous and 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 very happy that uh, they uh, completed the take in one one go, and uh, but. Nobody seems to show you any animosity or anything like that. They kind of hmm. glance and, you know, wave at you. and <coughs> Loser. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so uh, what would you like to talk to the director about, Sam? So who builds all of this? They look so real from the outside. Don't they, though? They, they, we have a very good crew. Yeah. Uh, we do hire some folks uh, from the neighboring towns. And, oh, you, you do? Know, there's, there are some immigrants who come in. Uh, yeah, okay. I shouldn't say that. That's that's not uh, scale, you know. Uh, we pay them mm-hmm. very little, but uh, they do fine craftsmanship work. And, uh, you know, essentially it's just slapping up a bunch of wood. It's it's not that tough, uh, but it, it does look pretty good. We, with a little bit of uh, Hollywood magic, we can make it even better. That sounds amazing. So, did you you hired like people from Yorba Linda? Is that in or all surrounding areas? Or Yorba Linda is the closest town, so I would assume there'd be a lot of people wanting to work on a movie set. It's fantastic. Well, we put out a little bit of a call. You know, we brought in some of our own craftsmanship people to okay. uh, lead, lead the gang. But really, all we wanted was a little bit of brute labor. People who can oh. saw, people can hammer, that sort of thing. And uh, and our folks guided them, mm-hmm. and and that's that's basically it. But uh, they, I think they did a fine job, don't you? I think it looks they, fantastic. They look real. They're, they're very solid. He goes up to one, he bangs it with his fist. He's like, solid as houses. The whole thing goes, what's in there? And I put my hands up to the windows to look inside. 
Uh, well, it's just it's completely blank. It's a blank slate, so huh. we can uh, we can move a little bit of uh, some props in there if we want to and, for storage and, and stuff. Inside. Uh, no, no, we try to keep them completely empty. We have all the storage uh, towards Whoa. the trailers and whatnot, so that we. Can That's what all those out. other buildings are. Yes, the, the other the, buildings. <laughs> the giant ones with the other yes, buildings. <laughs> the other buildings. So there's so can anybody get into these or are the doors sealed up? How does it work? Yes, it, it, you're follow me, young lady. Okay. And he goes right up and opens the door. It's like it's just like a house. <laughs> you walk right in. Should we go over to the bank and see if there's any money? Uh, trust me, there is no money. We've already had someone ask that. No, there's no <laughs> money. We we do have some fake money uh, in back for you know some of the uh, the gold exchange uh, mm-hmm. scenes. Uh, so we do have a little bit of that, uh, but it's all fake, of course. Now, what happens when you have to do filming inside of a location? Do you have a spot where you shoot inside, like if it's the saloon or if it's the bank or if it's the general store? How does that work? Oh, oh, you mean uh, yes, we do. We we are going to do some pickups uh, back at the studio. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think it was called King Something Studio. Yeah, King Movie yes. Studio. Stephen yes, yes. King. So, I think. so we we do a little bit of soundstage work there, of course. Oh. Uh, but we try we try to shoot movie magic, the, uh, right? Movie magic. Yeah, uh, we we try we try to do some of the interiors here too, of course, because you want those shots outside the window mm-hmm. into the street. Uh, so we do, we do a little bit of that. Uh, but and we move in some uh, temporary props that we have in storage. Okay. Uh, to in you know, the other buildings. Illusion. <laughs> The other building. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. So, did you, were you guys? Did you have to shut down for a couple of days when the other cameraman left, or did you? Were you able to keep moving? Oh my god, that guy was an idiot. Really, he I wasn't... can't even believe it. All he wanted was an extra five dollars a day, uh-huh. and we always knew that we were going to be tight on this. We had we had to right. pretty much shut down for you know a couple days uh because the money ran out we lost one of our backers right and you know about that yeah ridiculous right i mean really those guys read no way but so we had we had to uh shut down for a couple days but then the money came in which was great yeah i i heard that you got a new new funder that was pretty quick turnaround it was is is that when the is that when the cameraman left is during that that hiatus well, it's you know it's very weird. Uh, yeah, so so the cameraman did did uh, leave right around then, and you know there was a lot of flurry of activity, and, and we also lost our other lead. Um, he oh, really? Had to go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who was that? Uh, yes, we we originally cast uh, John Stand. Okay. Uh, ver- very fine actor. Uh, he, he he went on to a different uh, project because uh, you know essentially we just didn't have the money to pay him, so. Uh, his contract was going to be up. The production was going to was going to go too long. So, and we only had a couple days of footage with him, anyways. Okay. And thankfully, Dave Parker stepped in, and uh, and and we 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 got to cast him. Uh, he was actually uh, here already in a in a smaller role, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and he stepped up to the challenge of uh, taking on the leads. So. How was he doing? Very grateful. Uh, you know, he's uh, he, you know this is his first actual lead mm-hmm. uh, in a, in a, so he's, he's under a little bit of pressure, a little stress. I'm, I, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to be a little gentle with him. You know, it's his first time. You gotta be gentle, right? I, I, you know, you know. And I touch his arm. I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> I know what's uh, yeah. So yeah. 
so 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 he's he's doing a fine job as as well as could be expected. Uh, you know, it's uh, but uh, yes. So that's, that's well. Thank it. you so much for the tour. I really appreciate. it. Should we yeah. go get some dinner? Absolutely. Follow me. And he, he do you mind if I arm. do you mind if I sit with you at dinner? That would be fantastic to sit with a, a famous Absolutely. director. Absolutely, it would be my pleasure. Thank you so much. Not a problem. And he pats your rump a little bit. Mm. <laughs> okay, Chuck, you're having a drink with uh, William. So what's on your mind, old friend? I don't know. Something just seems off, like we're missing something. Why are you the only one who finds all this stuff suspicious? You know, uh, these folks are busy night and day. They have, they're very practical folks. They don't have the time to be as fanciful as I can be. And, uh, you know, frankly, for a lot of folks, the weird, the unpredictable, just isn't an option. Well, we have to keep... If We, we already told them that Daniel is an actor, you know? So mm, he can't all of yes. a sudden just be working with us. We'll lose the faith of all the crew. So well, that's, I leave that to you. I don't know the ins and outs of uh, investigation work. Well, what we need from you is you've got to keep him on set doing something. He might, he, yes, he might be better as a, a gopher. Doesn't matter what he does. He just can't mm-hmm. be associated Stage with us. Stage hand or... That's no problem. I'll, uh, I'll say the word, and uh, he'll have free access to wherever you'd like to go. Okay, he's kind of a dick, so you don't have to give him like a nice trailer or anything. <laughs> Absolutely not. He clinks your glass. <laughs> <laughs> what is your schedule tonight? Are you guys filming tonight? Like Into the Dark? No, I think we're going to wrap it up tonight. Um, I think most of our night work is going to be done uh, over the next few days. We're actually a little bit ahead of schedule now that we've had that influx of funding. And uh, so we're going to take a break tonight. And I know some of the uh, extras are planning a little bit of a a shindig down by the campfire. And uh, so there'll be some songs. I hope that won't keep you up too late. These uh, actor types do tend to party quite late. Hmm. Can you show us where we'll be staying? Absolutely. Let's finish up our drinks, and then I'll uh, show you guys to the barracks. Uh, meantime, Daniel, uh, so you are essentially surrounded by um, extras uh, all getting undressed and dressed and so forth and so on. Um, and you hear talk of uh, a campfire later with uh, song, and uh, someone has caught a uh, uh, a couple rabbits, which they've stowed away in... Uh, in uh, in a cooler, and there they intend to spit roast those later. If I could, I think Dan would probably hang out in a corner and just kind of listen to the chatter for a bit, make sure you know he doesn't see if he can pick up on any new you know gossip or undercurrents or whatever. And the word creeper was invented. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you you do uh, sort of hang back, and uh, no one seems to pay you too much mind. Um, and you do catch the occasional glimpse of conversation where uh, you hear in hushed tones, Thin Man. Otherwise, they're just excited to be done with the day, and they're looking forward to dinner, and uh, eventually everybody goes into the mess hall and meets up. You do see your compatriots, and they seem to be studiously ignoring you. Sam is on the arm of, who is clearly the director, who you know by now, uh, Stephen Goulding. Chuck is with William, so you're essentially relegated to sitting with the extras uh, at okay. dinner time. So dinner is uh, complete. Um, William does inform Chuck that uh, basically there are um, some bunks that have been readied for uh, you guys in the barracks. 
Uh, it's up to you whether or not you want to turn in immediately. Um, it's been a pretty long day, pretty exciting day, but uh, there is a campfire with the extras where uh, there is uh, some some liquor being served mm. and uh, maybe a little bit of moonshine stuff and uh, a couple rabbits on the spit and some dancing does uh, plan to break out as well. So uh, let, let me know what you guys would like to do in preparation before bed. I'd like to take a shower. Well, if Daniel's going to the bonfire thing, I think we can just go to bed. Well, the uh, the barracks are pretty spare. The the bed is. Uh, oh, how, I'm sorry, Daniel. Are you gonna go to bed too? Or are you? Oh uh, no, out, Dan's gonna head down head down to that party. Uh, so Sam and Chuck, uh, like I said, the barracks are pretty spare. Uh, lots of bunks, lots of beds. Uh, at, at each foot of the bed is a, a locker, um, which has a, a padlock and key for yours if you want to put some stuff in there. Um, so if you wanted to unpack, they'd be perfectly fine. There is a, a shower uh, set up with uh, you know potable water, that sort of thing. Pretty much anything you want uh, that you could think of while camping or in a really seedy motel, you could have access to. So I assume uh, you get unpacked and uh, mm-hmm. or, or maybe dressed in some uh, night clothes and yep. uh, hit, hit the hay. Uh, Daniel, you uh, mingle with the folks. Why don't you give me a spot hidden roll? And you failed with an 88. You needed a 45 or below. Someone has to fail around um, here. It's not going to be these two losers. The the moonshine is being passed around, and people are essentially just passing it around and drinking, drinking. Are you going to partake? Yes, I am. All right. Well, it doesn't take long to get completely shit-faced. <laughs> That's the way I like it. Before you know it, a rooster crows. Ooh. Chuck and Sam, you wake up. And you see Daniel's bed is empty. Did he not come to bed last night? And that's where we're going to call this episode. So we'd like to thank everybody for listening and or watching. Next week we will uh, continue this adventure and find out what exactly happened. Either in uh, Green Grove or your Belinda. Goodbye! The Lovecraft Tapes is copyright 2016. For more information and advertising opportunities, please send an email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com.